0: Yeah, same. It's it's never satisfactory. I've never met a hand dryer that fully like uh, satisfied me.
1: <laughs>
2: <sighs> Sorry, I was just like trying to kill flies. <laughs> Like, where are the flies from? It's fucking January. (laughs) God.
0: Global warming. Oh, my God. So glad it's not minus 12 right now. It's minus 45, if you know what I mean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Okay, so we both just watched the inauguration. Mm -hmm. Okay, what are our initial thoughts?
0: Um, I was very happy that it was, uh, somewhat boring. Yep. Uneventful. Yep. Um, I gotta say my first and most lasting impression is that American women just don't know how to dress. (laughs) All the women just looked terrible and all the like, Yas quain moments were not even outstanding. It was just because the rest were so, uh. Just low quality. Yeah. Well,
2: Hillary was dressed uh, like Grimace (laughs) or Willy Wonka.
0: At least she didn't slip down the stairs and tumble down.
2: (laughs) Pulling everyone down with her as she goes. Totally.
0: That's why why Bill never holds her hand when she walks down the stairs. (laughs)
2: well you know he's not fully there so
0: he he is what 20 years younger than uncle joe but he looks 20 years his senior oh he has curdled he has curdled is that his like paleo diet what do you think transpired there (laughs) (laughs) he just looks like a shell like a just a ghost (sighs) of a previous person yeah i don't know the epstein curse yeah um (laughs) and it's it's funny because he still has his like thick head of hair it's still there but it's just everything else sort of has like pruned and imploded
2: yeah he looks stunned he he has that like biden a year ago energy
0: you know shell shock like deer in a headlight yeah
1: yeah
2: uh, what else okay Bernie love Bernie sitting there with his mittens yes he's like the grandpa I never had and the
0: whatever that is north face parka I'm sure <laughs> yeah. all, the, all the dime square denizens are
2: gonna start sporting that <laughs> it's the same one from the meme yeah I saw on Twitter it's that same kind of uh mushroom brown <laughs> parka mm-hmm.
0: God bless him yeah
2: uh, I wonder
0: what Bible he would have chosen to be sworn in on if he had <laughs> been elected uh, president what are what are some famous uh, the historical s- American Bibles <laughs> the,
2: wait, the Sanders family <laughs> cookbook from uh, the old country <laughs> totally the, can't, uh, can't see him with a Torah up there
0: yeah. What's the what's the other guy's name from uh, Birdcage? Harvey Epstein. Oh, Firestein. Firestein. No. Yeah, seen the Birdcage? Oh, the the Broadway version, right? I'm totally mixing up versions and everything. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, the uh, Harvey. Uh, what's his name? Epstein. Firestein. <laughs> <Harvey> Ep- Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, totally having a. I'm having a Biden moment now. Um, can we just edit this out? This this botched joke. <laughs> it's okay. We're leaving it in. <laughs> um, Bernie Sanders swearing in on the on the uh, Feinstein Bible, and I'm not talking about <laughs> Diane. <laughs> Is she oh alive? Even? I don't know. It's like I have no idea what happened with her. I didn't even see her at the inauguration. Is she still in office? Like I
2: can't even keep track of her. She just doesn't appear anywhere on TV anymore. <sighs>
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: She's she's no uh, Na- Nancy Pelosi.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um As annoying as the outing Pence jokes are, I did find the uh, meme quite funny, the one saying that he uh, wanted to attend the inauguration just so he could meet Lady Gaga in person.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's so good. Uh, okay. Uh, what? What about her look? What do you think? Whose look? Gaga's. (laughs) My Um, pencil's.
0: (laughs) um, Gosh, she just doesn't register for me anymore. Like, this constant extravaganza is as exhausting as Trump's last four years in office. Yeah. Like, we get it. You're a theater kid. Everything has to just be, like, just so with you like bigger than life um whatever like i never found her truly like inspiring or touching except for on a star is born but true
2: (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know that like uh carolina herrera skirt or whatever she was wearing
1: (laughs) yeah
0: also Um, she lost she she just lost my my potential fandom with just the the endless barrage of face work she uh, she's had done these past <laughs> few uh, years.
1: She Allegedly, looks,
0: she looks so puffy. Like we're all yeah. quarantine puffy now, but that face is just like, yeah. something else. Yeah. Well,
2: I'm getting ready for summer of Snatched, so <laughs> it's not going to be me when bikini season hits. Yeah. Um. I yeah. Did her- enjoy a-
0: yeah. What were you going to say? No.
2: No. You go ahead.
0: Uh, I did enjoy MC Amy's mustard tone <laughs> palette. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed her borscht
2: belt humor. Yeah, she'll, she'll be coming to a bot mitzvah near you any day now.
0: <laughs> yeah, she had a funny like back back and forth with the pers- with the other Minnesota Republican, I guess, who uh, spoke right after her first introduction or something, because it had just started like lightly snowing after Mm -hmm. she uh, came on stage and then the other Minnesota Republican was like, well, you can count on Amy to bring the snow
1: with her.
2: (laughs) Um, I also loved her zinger about like opening for J-Lo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she's ready for a wedding uh, in your town. Totally. I think we should go to Minnesota. I love Minnesota. She's a... She's
0: Minnesota in a nutshell. <laughs> <The> Emphasis we- <laughs> on the nut. <laughs> she could be the wedding zinger.
2: <laughs> That's the German pronunciation. <laughs> yeah.
0: Really oh good. God. Um, um, who else? Michelle okay. Obama. I said it uh, looked like uh, Foxy Brown, and you thought I was referencing the singer? <laughs> the rapper? The rapper with <laughs> dollar bills all over her. Um, yeah. No, I was actually uh, referencing the movie from the 70s yeah. with what's-her-name. Of course, I'm forgetting now. Jackie Brown. Ja-
2: yeah. Uh. Yeah, she looked great. I love that hair flip. It was out of control.
0: Um, I just don't understand why, like, American women at this type of event or occasion always have to have such, like, a, a grotesque blowout <laughs> of, like whatever degree it always had like just fucking like let your hair do its thing like the Biden girls like granddaughters basically all look like the Heim sisters <laughs> twins which and, i like
2: <laughs> and the edgy stepdaughter uh of Kamala Harris oh wait i think you just misgendered her them <laughs> oh really i don't know i don't, I don't know their know. gender i'm not the gender yeah. police
0: yeah exactly you should have um, prefaced it with allegedly <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh her pa- stepchild. Um her stepchild.
0: By the way, it's Who? Pam it's Pam Greer. Uh, Pam
2: Greer, that's right, yeah.
0: Which uh I don't know if you look up Google images of Pam Greer, she looks like um what's her name? Kirstie alley <laughs> Something changed there. Poor Chris sorry, Kirsty Alley. Oh, yeah.
2: Now that truck now that that shit bag Donald Trump is out of office, <laughs>
0: what's she yeah. going to do? Have a good life. I'll see you around. His <laughs> <God. Those> famous <laughs> parting words. Yeah.
2: Well, now that he's not president, I feel like we can just make fun of him more without fear of the Secret Service knocking on our
0: doors. <laughs> or some Q losers. Yeah. Some uh, hard, good- hardcore Bitcoin investors. <laughs>
2: Good riddance, you piece of shit. Um, Okay, but on the inspirational front, I love J-Lo, because, you know, I'm a J-Lo stan.
0: Same. Um, That was such a sweet rendition. Yeah, it was great. It was not over the top like Gaga. Yeah, Um, she
2: clearly lip-synced to a pre-recorded track, but I don't care, because Beyoncé did that, too. So... She's just had an amazing past year. She did the Super Bowl, the global pandemic hit, and now
0: she's doing the inauguration
2: all in less than 365 days.
0: And her ass still looks amazing. She was actually a, a trailblazer of that uh, magnum size. Yeah, totally <laughs> magnum. <laughs> Cuz she totally preceded the 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 K-girls and the uh... Oh,
2: totally. She was like the first person where everyone was talking about their ass all the time yeah i remember it all very clearly Mm -hmm. um and it's a a nice normal juicy butt not uh full of industrial grade silicone (laughs) and (laughs) saline she can safely get a covid vaccination oh my
0: god totally
2: (laughs) Uh um, yeah, no, it was great. Ashanti um was maybe under the podium doing the vocals as someone said on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm inspired by her story. Her story is inspiring. She's she's just a Puerto Rican girl from the Bronx, made and in, look in Manhattan. where she now. Made, yeah, made in Manhattan. <laughs> uh tried to buy the Mets and did not succeed, but still I appreciate her effort. Uh whereas Gaga was uh you know, went to school with, like, Paris Hilton and grew up on the... Wait, Upper East Side or Upper West Side? Upper West uh, Side. Uh, maybe, she
0: right. just, maybe she just attended uh, LaGuardia.
2: But, anyway, her Trump-supporting father really, uh, you know, gave them a cushy life, so...
0: Yeah. She's just, yeah, she's just, like, of the ilk of the Timothy Chalamet's of the world, sort of predestined to become... Uh, whatever in that yeah. field um
2: oh god yeah. now i have to watch that movie because of all the army you oh, seen it yet? no <laughs> i i only watch like gay cinema if it's super trashy if it's uh like a tla releasing production mm-hmm. uh on logo those kinds of really bad gay movies mm-hmm. uh but yeah i haven't seen it but now Now I really feel like I should because of all this press.
0: (laughs) Wait, totally random. I'm uh, seeing that Pam Greer was on Fresh Prince. Does that Uh, uh, that ring a bell? She maybe made an
2: appearance as someone's mother.
0: Yeah. Janice Robertson, like Will's girlfriend or something like that.
2: Oh, Oh, okay. I remember. It was Will's girlfriend or this girl he wanted to deal with her hot mom and the hot mom put the moves on Will. Mhm. I remember this very clearly. She's in like a satin robe.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, um, true, yeah. I love Pam
2: Greer. Same. Also love uh, Fresh Prince, uh worth rewatching on Netflix.
0: Totally. When will he ever uh, come out?
2: <laughs> uh as I mentioned earlier today to you uh in our chat, I've been watching some late 90s awards shows that just pop up on YouTube in the background like the American Music Awards and the VMAs and stuff. And he definitely had major gay energy uh accepting one of his awards.
0: Oh, totally. Uh um, I, I just I'll never understand how Hollywood, you know, purporting to be one of the most progressive and liberal places in in the states is just such a safe space for the most closeted of individuals in the states like why is it so frowned upon to just come out of the closet in hollywood
2: i don't know i think
0: i really just blame
2: it's kind of like the art world where everyone's scared for any uh, to take any risk because like i don't think the public actually cares like no one's not going to go see a movie because like oh there's a gay lead I think there it's just kind of like the executives and all these people at the top are so obsessed with like risk aversion that they think it's going to be an issue.
0: And also like, you know, no one's going to forever typecast you as, you know, the gay person in every single movie. Like there's. uh, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. Um, Yeah. What else did we enjoy at the uh, inauguration? It was just so bland. I like I don't have much to say about it.
2: Yeah, it didn't seem that long, although, I don't know, maybe it was the same length as the others, but... I guess You know, there wasn't a big crowd, so it's not like you have to hold for applause or things like that. Maybe that makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, There was that installation of flags on the National Mall.
0: That was nice. That was nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, Janet Yellen looked like she was... uh, out camping somewhere <laughs> like bundled up in like five uh with bernie <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sure she had like 50 heat packs like in every single sleeve on her body
2: uh garth brooks and his alter ego chris gaines oh my god and <laughs> their plugs said, yeah as i
0: said before like I was sure he was bald all these years under the cowboy hat. Yeah, but that's ter- why
2: I thought he was always wearing a cowboy hat. He never took it off in the 90s.
0: Yeah. But then it's we such, saw the plugs. Yeah. <laughs> clearly plugs, allegedly, but clearly allegedly, plugs.
2: But yeah, uh, sticking straight out like a Chia Pet. Yeah. Looks uh, like,
0: you know, thin tufts of like uh, well-orchestrated scalp, basically.
2: Yeah uh he got the bradley cooper allegedly um
0: you mean the hairline yeah oh <laughs>
2: like went went to uh went to dr zismore and uh <laughs> oh my god i haven't seen those ads in a, actually three years you know what i think it's because dr zismore died i think so just like seleno and barnes barnes died i think or selino which one barnes yeah in the plane crash uh, a few no. months ago
0: Wait, I uh, stand corrected. He, and Do, uh, I'm uh, looking up uh, a New York Times article from January 4th, 2016, saying Dr. more a familiar face in New York subways, has retired. Oh. So I guess it's still... Uh, Mazel. Yeah, I guess it's still alive and <laughs> kicking.
1: Oh, my but, God. Uh,
0: just retired. Um, What else? Titan's skin without surgery. What was his... Uh. Yeah, Thing. How would you tighten skin without surgery? Oh, fillers. Because
2: getting the Madonna, like <laughs> getting Madonna in the early aughts, not Madonna now. Uh, right. Just like the fillers pushing out oh, and yeah. tightening the skin.
1: Oh,
0: look! It says absolutely, positively non-surgical. No redness. Go back to work the same day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Maybe we should start a GoFundMe for procedures. Yeah. <sighs> i want i want the uh what's it called a buckle like that thing kim k allegedly had where they sculpt out the line in your cheeks
0: i want that she's she's also uh, allegedly and apparently and clearly has tipped the scales something went a little (laughs) overboard there
2: and uh i think according to page six kim and kanye have stopped uh Wedding or what a wedding marriage therapy. <laughs> <laughs> wedding a, therapy <laughs> that's according to Zytasex.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh my god, yeah. Anyways, I wish upon us a bland year and uh, no events, nothing interesting, no excitements.
2: Yeah, the last year has been too much, so.
0: Yeah. I'm like, I'm actually even struggling with this small talk now because there's just nothing to fall back on. <laughs> it's like, well, everything's been reset. It's like, you know, even before Twitter uh, suspended Trump's account, they said that it, come January 20th, they're going to reset the POTUS account. So this mm-hmm. was bound to happen. But it just feels like we've, you know, finally got the reset that we needed. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling less under
2: duress. Yeah even though I don't live in America. Um, but I have yeah, many I American also, friends.
0: I also wish upon the world that America would stop bleeding out its internal affairs onto the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a messy just like,
2: couple fighting in public.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just fucking stay out of our business. Uh, you also can't claim two things at the same time. One, that we're so, you know, despicable. And then, on the other hand, that we're so inspirational. Like decide which one it is yeah um, yeah there was
2: uh, a lot of american exceptionalism in this uh inauguration ceremony
0: but also to- this like incessant you know obsession outside of america with american affairs that's also just you know uh it's proving to us and confirming this like semi-flawed notion of american exceptionalism you're just you're supporting it by yeah constantly obsessing over everything american
2: well yeah when i see people posting on instagram stories like europeans and it's just uh just like okay i get when it's in the news i can't do anything about like what's in the local news but i'm not posting kind of like infinite stories about american politics because it's not my life so
0: Yeah, and guess fucking what? Angela Merkel, Viktor Orban, and Macron are laughing all the way to the bank.
2: (laughs) Macaroon. Macaroon.
0: Because they're just getting a free hall pass for everything while you are... Everything, totally. Meanwhile, how's the the vaccination rollout in Germany?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is a shortage of Pfizer and BioNTech vaccines vaccines which like, is the issue how, how is that possible isn't BioNTech german it is but they like had to basically stop production or like really ramp it down last week why um, just i saw Germany, that in the canadian or what? news too i don't know to be honest but apparently so for example in canada they're getting the vaccines produced in europe and then the american-made ones are only in america and i don't know if there was like a uh, entire pfizer kind of like turning down of output or if it was just in europe but i saw this in kind of like multiple news sources in different places
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so that's part of the reason it seems like just the worst possible moment to slow this down i know
2: Uh and then i saw two of my neighbors posting some like not like anti-vax nonsense but like Basically sharing a Facebook post by someone who is like conflating multiple things like like Pfizer and Bayer were both experimenting in concentration camps and now they want to give you a vaccine. And I was like, uh, this is fake news. Pfizer is an American company that was started in like the eight, 1849. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way there would be like Pfizer things being tested in a concentration camp.
0: But isn't buyer isn't buyer just the their claim to fame was ibuprofen or aspirin aspirin yeah aspirin yeah yeah and I now uh, they own monsanto oh i remember that because on the day i drove down to philadelphia to see the madonna concert the madame x and my car broke down on the turnpike <laughs> And then I had to take an Uber the rest of the way down to <laughs> Philly. I like it was like a thirty minute uh, ride, and I listened to some podcast or whatever. I think it was the Wall Street Journal podcast, and they were talking about uh, Bayer and their claim to fame with aspirin or whatever. So here, after yeah. all these years, this uh, pointless bit of information is uh, is coming back to haunt me. <laughs> Anyhow,
2: how much did that Uber ride <laughs> cost to the Madam X
0: concert? uh actually pre-covid uber was kind of affordable and so i think i paid like 20 something dollars just to get from oh wow the,
2: that's really reasonable
0: from the like very scary shoulder on the turnpike in <laughs> Jersey <laughs> to downtown philly
2: well i was supposed to go with you but i could not afford that complicated detour Unfortunately, That's it was very we complicated.
0: Miami. Yeah, we had just come back from Miami. It was totally yeah. worth it, though. It was such a great show. And being that I ended up going by myself, I just consolidated both tickets, the lesser tickets, into one better, Ugh, floor amazing. ticket. Amazing. Um, and I'll never forget. I walked into the uh, I walked into the uh, auditorium, and it was just fucking boiling hot like a sauna. And so I walked up to one of the attendants, and I was like, "What's up here? What's up here? We're we gonna turn the AC at some point." And they were like. <laughs> Oh, no, sorry. The madam has instructed us that the the room has to be kept.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing that puppet, madam, you know, the one. (laughs) That Uh, that old lady with a wart on her chin.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The uh, space has to be kept at like, I don't know, 76 degrees or 77 degrees, which is like, uh, uh, I don't know how much in Celsius, but it was pretty boiling considering that there were a few hundred people in the auditorium. It's hotter than
2: room temperature. Way hotter. Yeah. Yeah. But that's been her thing for years. I remember even like... Uh, two thousand three, two thousand four, kind of thing. It was like Madonna does not want AC on in the entire arena because of her voice.
0: Oh, I thought it was her joints.
1: <laughs> <Aww>.
2: <laughs> no, that would make more sense. No, no, it was it was the voicing because this is already like almost Excuse twenty me? years ago was a thing.
0: What voice?
2: <laughs> uh, shady. <laughs> She's no
0: Gaga, but no, no, no. I just can't wait for the DVD <laughs> where everything's just auto-tuned to perfection. Yeah, and uh yeah, everything yeah, sounds she's, better in post-production.
1: Yeah,
2: no, but when I saw her, I saw her on Reinvention tour and Confessions on Dance Floor. Um, there's some like judicious use of backing tracks, but most of it's live and then there are the odd songs that are completely lip-synced. Mm-hmm. Like Vogue was completely lip-synced
0: when I saw it on a Reinvention Tour. Um, I mean, kudos to her. Like, how do you dance and sing at the same time? I, yeah. like, walk up the stairs to my apartment I can't talk after, like, three flights of stairs. Well,
2: you run on a treadmill and sing like Beyonce's dad would make her do. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Why wasn't she invited to the inauguration? That's what I want to know.
2: I guess because she did the Obama one. And it's just like... So what? Again. I'm just like, where was Mariah? Like, I think it would have been an amazing moment. It's like Mariah and J-Lo on the same inauguration stage is basically like Democrats and Republicans coming together to heal the nation.
0: Wait, come to think of it, didn't you promise me a, a Bon Jovi performance?
2: Oh, maybe that's later today, uh, those other the, events, all those like, stream things.
0: Young Americans event later on. <laughs> bon <Bunch of> Jovi. <laughs> young Americans. Oh, um, God. Oh, well.
2: Well, in other news, in other we, news. we have our fun segment
1: mm-hmm. the cool.
2: Thoughts on Art Lightning Round. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Backed by popular <laughs> demand.
2: Yeah. <sighs> Amir, are you ready? I've prepared some... Uh...
0: I've, I've never been more ready in my whole life.
2: <laughs> okay, well, first up, for the past four years, New Yorkers may have noticed the giant red neon numbers on the side of a building on the Queen's waterfront directly across the river from the United Nations. The digital clock went up in the early months of Donald Trump's presidency and has been counting down the days and hours (laughs) until its end. It currently reads one. The 25-foot-wide LED clock appeared on the side of the industrial Long Island City Building, which houses artist Matthew Barney's studio in the summer of 2017. Barney, it turns out, quietly installed the work in Trump's native borough Along with editor and curator Brandon Stosi, architect Jane Lee, fabricator Jade Archuleta Gans, and light designer Kenzan Tsutakawa Chin. Um what's your reaction? It's I'm, now I'm, zero,
1: I'm, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly I'm disappointed, like Matthew Barney's behind this. <laughs> I like I held him at a high esteem. I love his work. Um, Like I remember seeing his work when I was like pre-art in my education and my my consciousness, and I always loved it for its you know just mystery and like insane symbolism and like theatrical extravaganza Uh, and the body, yeah. Uh, and also the marriage to Bjork and everything. Totally. But like when you were starting to read the tidbit now, I thought you were going to you were talking about that clock at uh, Union Square. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the very the carbon, obtuse <laughs> carbon emission. What is that clock for?
2: I thought that clock in Union Square is just a clock, but it, it's like a very complicated uh, kind
0: of notation system telling you the date and time. Are you sure it's not like a doomsday clock or something? No, like I think I, it's just
2: a clock, but it it reads time in a very strange way. Uh-huh. That's what I've been told. But Yeah. As I was getting a Panera bread bowl <laughs> and <laughs> well, then just, going to Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs>
0: uh, I've been there. It's such a terrible location. I know. That whole area is so. And that whole dumpy. Foods,
2: that Whole Foods is such a dump. It's insane. It's Such a
0: dump. It's like dirty. Like I prefer Times Square, on any given day, than uh, uh, Union Square. Yeah. Like, like even Twenty Third Street is nicer than like the Fourteenth Street Times uh, Union Square area. Um. Uh, I have so many Union Square memories. <laughs> really.
2: Yeah, I remember we were walking past, like, the Kellogg's experience, and I really wanted to go.
0: <laughs> oh, that was so cute. I also, uh, I love the Barnes & Noble there. Yes, we uh. went to the Barnes
2: & Noble. Uh, I used to pick up Friend of the Pod Goretti at her office she used to work at, which was right above the Staples. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would get my vegan bento box at that nasty Whole Foods, and I would sit in the
0: park and eat it. I mean, the shul where I taught for, uh, for four and a half years was on 17th Street, so I would always take the train to Union Square and just oh, yeah. walk over. I um, remember when we went there. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did I bring you to shul one time? Yeah. Really? I don't yeah. remember that.
2: Yeah. I met the hot rabbi. I met that annoying girl. <laughs> wait, what hot hot
0: rabbi? Uh, I don't know. He
2: was... I mean, he was very just like a normal 40-something-year-old man, but... He was handsome.
0: Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna not <laughs> comment. Um, yeah. Anyways, I'm just looking up the pictures of the countdown clock. Like, I never heard of it until you had mentioned it now. And so what's the point of the whole thing?
2: Yeah. I mean, I never saw it either. And I've been to New York many times. And along yeah. the waterfront. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
2: Also disappointing.
0: Um, All right. I I wonder if uh, uh, Jerry Saltz is behind this, because he's also been counting down (laughs) the minutes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was just going to say, what is Jerry Saltz going to do now? Yeah, exactly. Now now that his reason for living (laughs) is no longer present.
0: Just uh, posting uh, explicit art history nudes in the void. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways, my... my, uh, My uh, conclusion is that this is uh, a little disappointing of Matthew Barney. Yeah, same.
2: Next. Okay. So, also in Trump news, ahead of the inauguration of U.S. President-elect Joe Biden this week, the Museum of London has acquired a large balloon depicting an unflattering caricature of Donald Trump as a giant baby. Oh, God. Museum of London director Sharon Ament says that the balloon marks an important continuation of London's rich history of political protests, which includes the suffragette marches of the early 20th century right through to the Black Lives Matter protests last summer. By collecting the baby blimp, we can mark the wave of feeling that washed over the city that day and capture a particular moment of resistance, Ament says in a statement, A feeling still relevant today as we live through these exceptionally challenging times that ultimately shows Londoners banding together in the face of extreme adversity.
0: What is the extreme extreme (laughs) adversity? A leader not of your country coming to visit, (laughs) on a state visit to your country? How is that resistance? Yeah, I agree. (laughs) <laughs> like, you were, you were just lubricating his machine with that stupid inflatable. Uh, it was dumb when I first saw it. It was dumb afterwards, and it's still dumb. And I really hope that, like, history doesn't sort of put it on a pedestal as some marker of the times. Because, uh, like, I don't know about you, but the past four years have been dumb on all sides of the spectrum. And so I don't think there's anything to, like, want to celebrate about either the dumbness that came from the top or the dumbness that came from the grassroots level. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. The hashtag resistance, which was non-existent. Um, and then these stupid spectacle things like the giant baby, orange Batman. Yeah. Pussy hat. (laughs) Like, it's just like, everything was an eye roll like all the aesthetics of it were an eye roll everyone's behavior was an eye roll
0: yeah on was, all sides yeah there was definitely that's the thing that most upset me about the past four years just the just agreeing to like stoop down to this like intellectual and mental degradation like meeting your opponent at the very low level you were dragged onto yeah. um you know, when they go low, we have to go high. but yeah, listen to Michelle Obama. Yeah, but absolutely nobody went high these past four years. Yeah. Everybody just met their opponents at the very lowest level possible. I also hate the balloon because
2: to me it reminds me of like those stupid floats that they do in Germany during Carnival. Where it's like, Victor Orban getting pegged by Angela Merkel or something like that. Like
0: uh, a huge rat with a Jewish nose yeah exactly <laughs> basically um, um yeah it just i I, don't, I also don't know what england's like long history of this type of like visual aesthetic in the in the protest realm is because like i don't know of anything that was similar to that like i'm thinking of that pink floyd animals album cover i don't know if you remember that like
2: the giant flying pig
0: yeah, the giant flying pig over the, the uh, is that where the Tate Modern is, that uh, building?
2: Uh, I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's As seen on thing. The
2: Simpsons, the pig that gets shot out and doesn't it hit Homer or something.
0: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> when Homer
2: was a rock star and Smashing Pumpkins appeared.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. My, my Simpsons trivia knowledge is very rudimentary. I need to go back because I stopped watching in like 1999 oh, yeah. uh, Appa- apparently they predicted every single thing <sighs> these past
2: four years <laughs> not um, oh by the way I have to make a correction from last episode uh, too Minnie late Dri- we're already
0: getting sued
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mini Driver was not in casino she was in GoldenEye <laughs> yeah I just mashed all of like the mid 90s together
0: yeah and all I, right and i and i just meshed uh the tate modern with this other building from the pink floyd album cover apparently uh, it's a Battersea power station whatever i uh i don't go to london often enough my last I, visit there was i guess three or four years ago i love the city but i just don't have reasons enough to go visit it oh wow you were there so recently i was there in
2: 2009
0: <laughs> oh really well, my very first visit, thanks for asking, was uh, the night of my bar mitzvah uh, in the morning. Mm-hmm. I was bar mitzvahed at, sy- at the synagogue. And then a few hours later, I got on a flight with my dad and we went on an organized trip with a uh, group to London Sweet. and Paris, a bar mitzvah trip. Sweet. Sweet. That was very lovely. I'll never forget my first visit to Virgin Records.
2: (laughs) I mean, that was major at the time. Yeah. Uh, Was it Virgin or... No, sorry, HMV. HMV, which we had in Canada. Yeah, That's where I was a mall rat, at HMV at the listening stations.
0: Listening stations where you'd scan the barcode and put on (laughs) the headphones. It seems crazy in COVID times to think that you would put on an object that was touched by many other people at the same time um i remember listening to uh eagle eye Cherry's <laughs> new new album save that had just tonight come out. <laughs> how do you remember that i just remember <laughs> wow um oh my god yeah and uh what else what else came out around that time i think on a separate trip with my aunt to amsterdam was or maybe i'm just mixing up all the dates now i like really got into Aphex twin and i also did the like listening station preview, <laughs> and I bought uh Richard D. James, which for like a 13 year old, that's gay very kid, sophisticated. Yeah, gay kid from fucking Ranana, Israeli suburbia. It's pretty uh, pretty sophisticated, as you said.
2: Uh, let's see. Okay, that was like 1998, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so around that time, let's see. Ninety seven, the first CD I ever got was Aqua Aquarium, which is still amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um You know what the first CD I got, which is still good to this day and I still listen to you? What? Uh TLC fan mail. And I, that was I, that was I, like January ninety nine, I think. Like I, I was in eighth grade. I never it's got so into good. them. Sorry. you should listen to it it's still good it's still um, like so uh it sounds contemporary it, yeah it's not like a dated 90s album or anything
0: i just never really got into american uh like r&b music no. i don't know well um, uh jordan please put on tlc fan mail for Amir.
2: On jordan, a mirror on his don't. new <laughs> on his new two free bluetooth
0: speakers Hey, don't don't blow my cover. <laughs> I'm not gonna blow
2: your mail fraud. <laughs> um, it's a it's a write off for USPS. <laughs>
0: they just write it
2: off. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Consult any s- recent CBS news stories about this. and You'll find out what
0: <laughs> Amir has been doing. <laughs> hey, I haven't been doing anything.
1: Um,
2: um, okay. In other news. Uh, yeah. New York mayoral candidate Andrew Yang has a plan to boost the city's art community. Subsidize TikTok hype houses. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Yang also promises an aggressive plan to put light shows on monuments. The would be mayor proposes that the city invest in a large scale program of projection mapping light shows on city landmarks. Imagine the arc in Washington Square Park, the New York Public Library, or the Flatiron Building come alive with a projection mapping display,
0: he said. Wait, is this like the top 4 campaign things he's running on? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> like I I don't know. I've ex- I've expressed this view to you I think last week at some point that I think this City needs a bulldozer of a candidate at this point and not some like wishy-washy like who the hell are those people like i went through the list of all the candidates and they all seem like such like cookie cutters cookie cutter like candidates of the progressive era and after five or wait actually how many years have we had a uh, de blase now <laughs> like, s- s- what's a what's a mayoral term four years i guess or did they change it it to five years in new york i don't know i think it's four years he's just been terrible and everyone that's like a bird of his feather should just like go away to another city like run in like portland or something like that um what the hell is wrong with andrew yang like i get the like The like pre COVID like primaries, like sensation of Andrew Yang, but like, I don't think you're a man of our current times. Like, you're not the solution for these times. But, uh, what the fuck do I know?
2: Yeah. I mean, these kind of ideas just sound so reactionary. It's like TikTok, TikTok hype houses. Like, that is some youthful ingenuity or something. Yeah. Where what would the benefit be Uh, having some more people that are millionaires potentially off of TikTok living in your city? Like clearly that money doesn't trickle down. Look how much wealth is in the city. There are just like so many issues that that will not abate or anything. So and it's not like uh, New York needs the marketing of TikTok. It's a massive city that's bigger than many countries also, and can richer explain, than many countries.
0: Can you explain to me what TikTok is? Because I just have no idea still. <laughs> what the hell is TikTok? Like, I see those annoying, like, choreographies, selfie choreographies every yeah. now and then. But, like, uh, what the hell is the purpose of TikTok?
2: It's just a time waster. Like, I've, like, in the spring, I was really into it, kind of at the start of the pandemic. Um because the the stories just autoplay and they're random. So there are people that you follow, but then it sprinkles in kind of content that the algorithm, al- algorithm thinks you want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like if you're watching Instagram stories, but then it was inserting other content that you don't necessarily follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the algorithm seems a lot better than on Instagram, for example. Like right. the kind of relevant content it serves me it knows that that I live in Poland, that I speak Polish, that I also speak English, that I'm gay, and then it just kind of really tailors the content. So I actually mean, have discovered a lot of funny things on there, but then there are these stupid fucking lame dance uh, viral trends on there, as you've seen. Yeah. It's embarrassing. They're, just,
0: they're so like silly and simple. It's like does something show up on your screen as you're taking the selfie? Because it, it, it looks like those silly hand gestures and everything are like you touching like things that <laughs> pop up on your screen on your end. I think
2: you can do that because there are there's also this thing where you are kind of like referencing audio or mm-hmm. videos that people have made, things like that. Uh, so that's why all these challenges become viral, like the right. certain dance things or like the hands hitting word bubbles, etc.
0: I don't know um, what to tell you. I love my Instagram feed, uh, browse feed. Yeah. Like, as we speak, I'm seeing a a picture of Phil Spector in court with his <laughs> oh huge God. hair. Rest in peace. I also get a barrage of like pre-9-11, like architectural shots of the Twin Towers, which I love. Um, Everything, everything's like bulldog pictures here for me. Um, Ooh, a lot of old Nokia models from, like, the early aughts, which I send you all the time. Um, I don't know. I feel like oh, yeah, my, browse feed, my browse feed knows me well.
2: <clears throat> my browse feed just has like, muscle men. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then there's also a tab called travel, architecture, decor, style, food, art, DIY, beauty, music. I've never scrolled that far. Oh, Oh, wait, in Amongst the Muscle Men, they've inserted one that says Britney Spears Evolution.
0: (laughs) Uh, I think my phone's listening to you right now, so it's bound to pop up in my uh, feed in the next few hours. Um, Yeah, what was your original question? Oh, Andrew Yang. Also, like, enough of the outreach to, like, young people. I get that some, like, heavy, you know, PR lobbyists and like admin people have you convinced that you got to like expand your voter base and everything like that but like kids are already on social media you don't have to dumb down everything or just just, like no stoop to it's not even stoop to other people's levels but it's just like you don't have to dumb things down people are like wise enough to just know that you're like either bluffing or not or just being insincere with them yeah yeah or just like come
2: up with ideas f- to actually address the problems the city faces
0: yeah i don't know <laughs> cuz th- they were going to do a a, a fare hike now the MTA to like fucking $4 from like oh i don't God. know how much it is now like 275 or something like that and like who who would be the main like uh who would the burden fall on the very few people who are still who still have no choice but to take the train? Yeah, exactly. And who it's are like, those people? Yeah, like <laughs> low income. Poor,
2: yeah, low income people, poor people, the working poor, etc. Yeah, that's insane. Four dollars. I mean, two seventy five is too much already.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's a pretty extensive a uh, uh, network, and it gets you, know. you everywhere, and it's a huge city. And you, you know, know, before and post COVID, it it does work twenty four seven. And also, they should stop with those silly like one a.m. to five a.m. like thorough cleaning of the state of the uh of the trains because like you're not getting it from contacts or a surface contact
2: but they also get so much tax money from the city and the state that it's just like okay if you're getting all this tax money why would it take it be four dollars that's what i don't understand
0: i think they're just uh for years have been repaying uh interest on crazy debt god that's the problem way to go people Whatever, Andrew Yang, just go back to... Where is he from? I don't know, Silicon Valley. Yeah. (laughs) So speaking of TikTok,
2: an intriguing TikTok account has been raiding sinks and faucets in public bathrooms across New York City. The latest target of a scathing review? The Museum of Modern Art's post-renovation washrooms. Like a painting that doesn't connect with you, I feel I'm left cold by these the account says of the Dyson Airblade faucets. Thoughts?
0: Uh, actually, there's there's even newer restrooms <laughs> at MoMA. Um, in the like the education department entrance, like a little down the street, and that's a really nice bathroom. It's very like s- sexy, like black marble beautiful but like the Mm -hmm. restrooms you're referring to that's like that's in the main in the main building and yes there's a very like covet spreading dyson like (laughs) faucet (laughs) hand dryer situation thing which like i have not enough words in my vocabulary to describe how much i hate hand dryers same
2: i (sighs) honestly just wipe I wipe my
0: hands on my butt or my t-shirt. Yeah, same. It's it's never satisfactory. <laughs> I've never met a hand dryer that fully like uh yeah. satisfied me.
2: <laughs> I just like don't even like paper towels. They're so rough and yeah. recycled paper. Um okay, what's the best and the worst museum bathrooms in New York?
0: Uh worst bathrooms just because the buildings just so impossible to touch at this point i would say the guggenheim you know where the bathrooms are
2: can't remember the bathrooms they're
0: they're not in the they're not in the galleries that are off to the you know main spiral they're like a part Mm -hmm. of the spiral so each like each level of the spiral has just like a it's just like a a standalone sort of stall essentially that's like closed Mm -hmm. off Luckily, the walls are thick because, like, you can't deuce there with much (laughs) privacy to begin with. (laughs) Um, And that's where the uh, Maurizio Catalana golden toilet was. Stunt queen. Which I think I saw, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Anyways, the Guggenheim bathrooms, you just have to, like, you have to rush. You can't take your time there. But having said that, like, MoMA, for example, I have an artist's... membership um and whenever i'm in that part of town and i really need to use the bathroom i just i just flash my membership card and i <laughs> use the bathrooms there um not the best bathrooms in town are at the jewish museum they're in the uh, basement level where russ and daughters are and the doors let's just say don't extend all the way to the floor Um, there's a lot of privacy. It's acoustically, um, exposed. (laughs) Um, what other museums have, uh, either... Haven't your people suffered enough? True, yeah. Especially if you place your bathrooms at the restaurant, like, level, you gotta secure some privacy for your patrons. Yeah. Um, the Met... The Met has some fine, like, whatever bathrooms. You just have to know how to, like, you have to know to to find the ones that are, like, really off to the, like, main stretches. Um,
2: Yeah. The only bathroom I can really think of is uh, the New Museum bathroom, which has that very expensive Bizaza tile mosaic. Oh, yeah. Which, if I was going to donate money to that museum, I would probably reconsider after seeing that mosaic.
0: Oh, yeah. And also, if you log on to uh, The Art of Grinder, Is that the account name? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, An account that reshares uh, dating apps, profile pictures that were taken in artistic settings or with, you know, an artwork in the background. Oh, I forgot about that account. I think we know the creator of that account. I think we do. Uh, so there's a lot of images taken off the dating apps that were taken at the bathrooms <laughs> of the new museum. Also, the doors don't extend all the way to the floor; the ceilings there. So, like, you better have not like had coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god!
2: Um, well, that is a typical American, um, you know, it's a stall construction.
0: Yeah, I also tr- truly America just like new york not america but in new york you just there's no public restrooms that are not completely disgusting like you could really be stuck and i'm i'm talking about like pre-covid times like you could really be yeah. stuck somewhere and not have anywhere to be i know my go-to bathroom in new york has been the
2: burlington Co- factory <laughs> at Union Square. sounds nasty yeah it is and I think it's, like, in the corner of, like, the home accessories floor. Like, it's so complicated to find. Um, But that's because, you know, it's like everyone, it's like Starbucks was always the go-to bathroom. And just think of all the Starbucks that got rid of bathrooms. Or they're like,
0: sorry, it's out of service. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like with Starbucks, there's just, well, pre-COVID, so many, like, homeless encampments and, like, abortions and other things. (laughs) Oh, my God um it's really Uh, like a crime scene
2: yeah basically um all right onwards next uh freeze new york reveals exhibitors the fair the fair the fair has announced the lineup for its inaugural edition at the shed in hudson yards from may 5th to 9th oh two days after my birthday Hmm. uh 66 dealers will take the plunge do you think this fair will actually happen
0: uh what is that plunge we're talking about the plunge into a viral load? <laughs> That's uh it's pretty optimistic and ambitious considering the very slow rollout of uh, the vaccination here in New York or state statewide uh I mean in other states. True. Also I get that the
2: shed, you know, Opens up and everything, but I don't think they're going to like pull the doors open and have millions of dollars of art exposed to the elements.
0: (laughs) I also don't think I've ever seen it retracted. Maybe Uh. it just like opened it like a year before COVID hit and maybe the program wasn't on its feet yet because but what do i know i haven't even been to the vessel or any of those places there the louis vuitton store what is even there like i sometimes drive down there on the way you know back into the city but like what a unfortunate location that whole area is totally um do you think the vessel should close i don't know so many people like jumped into their to their deaths from the top of the vessel already like it's turning out to be like the the Golden Gate Bridge of New York City yeah. for for suicide.
2: Yeah, I'm all about tearing it down. I fully support tearing it down. Or just like
0: so, a, yeah, Um, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I'm so generally unexcited about the future of fairs. Like I, at this point, could not care any less.
2: Well, on a similar topic, uh, German museums and galleries will remain closed until mid-February. After a long meeting with heads of state from across Germany, Chancellor Angela Merkel announced that the current lockdown would be extended until February 14th at the earliest. This means that museums and galleries, which have been under lock and key since the beginning of November and December respectively, will remain closed.
0: I what mean, are your that, thoughts? That's so brutal because, I don't know, compare the numbers across uh, uh, you know different countries or cities or whatever, New York had a pretty steady uptick, and at this point it's not sustainable, but nothing has re-closed down ever since they opened things up here. And it's no more or less dangerous here than it is in Germany or even in Tel Aviv, where everything's so aggressively locked down and has been for a couple of months now, even though inoculation is like, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mass inoculation. I just don't understand what... like. What do people do in Berlin now? What is there to do? Because the only way for me to fill my time here is to uh, go to museums. It's literally the only extracurricular activity yeah. that I can engage in outside of um outside of going to the studio.
2: You literally can't do anything. Like I think grocery stores are open, that's it. You can't go anywhere. Um And it's freezing. I'm it's moving there in a couple of and- weeks.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> But honestly, like you talk to your friends at Berlin. What do they do?
2: Everyone's just going for walks. I mean, people are working from home. Some people go to a physical job um, And then basically, you just go for walks and stay at home. But, I mean, that's basically like my life here too. There is nothing to do. It's, yeah, but you know for- when i go when I go to town, I go grocery shopping. And here, there's at least the plus side that standalone stores can be open. Like malls aren't open, but for example, I can go to the big box electronic store if I need to get something. So yeah,
0: but I mean, it's not like you are, you know, resisting the temptations that are a couple of blocks uh, down from your your house. You yeah. live the life that's uh, somewhat like living in suburbia, and so. Like it's not like you're missing out on something that's happening outside your doorstep, yeah. Um, it just seems it seems treacherous to me to just have no access to anything whatsoever, and especially culture. Yeah, I think
2: I think the museum gallery stuff, like. I think they should open, but just like staff shouldn't have to sit in an office. I think that's the danger. I don't think anyone's going to get COVID from like walking through a museum because uh, newsflash, there's about like five people a day (laughs) that
0: go to. Yeah, exactly.
2: Like a Berlin museum or especially a commercial gallery. Yeah. This time of year, it's not like packed with people. Yeah. Um, I think the danger is something we saw on Instagram for the last few months where uh unnamed berlin galleries would just have like an office full of people mm-hmm. when i'm sorry they're not doing anything that important that they have to be there in person just like have everyone sit on a i don't know gmx messenger or whatever they're using
0: <laughs> yeah you would just think berliners would be fed up with any any sort of type or form of a uh, apparent tyranny and this just seems tyrannical to just, like, almost arbitrarily decide that this is, while is happening in other countries, access to culture, I mean, is a no-go for Berlin. Yeah. Like, it just seems like such an abdication of the role of museums. Galleries is a different story because it's a private and commercial endeavor, but, like, museums have, you know, a, a public-facing purpose and a service that they they have to perform. It's not just, like, a i don't know they just have to like wake up and realize their significance to you know the public and maybe insist on reopening because as you said like the 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 actual risk of contracting the virus in a museum setting is pretty low and just fucking take it from there yeah oh well sad sad Um, i mean i i just i ran out of museum shows to see in the city I've like I've went back to like all the museums at least twice to see the shows because I have nothing else to do when I'm not in the studio and I'm just anxiously waiting for new shows to uh, be installed and (laughs) open because there's really nothing else to do uh, in New York at the moment.
2: Yeah, except your group show opening
0: tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it, it actually it opened on January twentieth, so yesterday for listeners. Ah, uh, congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, fun group show at Broadway Gallery in Tribeca on uh, on Broadway. I'm forgetting the number, but uh, yeah, fun group show. Sixteen oh something. I, I think like three seventy something. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> well, look it up, people. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Gooberstein. Yeah. Um, and uh I'm at Pishcheck and we're
2: at thoughts on art with a zero. Mm-hmm. So make sure you follow us and share us with your friends so we can um get a piece of that content creation pie.
1: hmm Uh
0: our numbers have been fluctuating. I guess we're uh ebbing and flowing with our interest levels. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you think we suck, just uh turn us off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't tell us.
0: As my grandmother used to say, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So just sit this one
1: out. But
0: we do love our listeners and our fans and our haters. (laughs) I mean, sometimes they DM us annoying things, but I guess that's just part and parcel of the experience, but um
2: yeah um
0: some people need to read the room (laughs) totally (laughs) totally people generally speaking some of them have have a major issue with reading the room or like assessing who they're talking to um just
2: remember the term emotional labor
0: (laughs) true (laughs) especially in these times (laughs) exactly
2: Uh, That's all we'll say on that front. Yeah. Um, A fun thing I want to mention was a friend of the pod, Kevin Bright, and his fun new performance persona on Instagram, Reverend Bright. Uh, You can find him uh, (laughs) at TheKevinBright. That's B-R-I-G-H-T. And he's a fun artist from new york who's lived in berlin for years actually he's one of the very first people i met in berlin when my ex and i were waiting in line to go to the temporary Kunsthalle summer 2010 where was that that was uh where they built that nasty ass palace that schloss oh yeah you know where the east german parliament was and they tore it down and and there was that temporary Kunsthalle next to the canal Across from the Berliner Dome, the big cathedral, mm-hmm. and
1: yeah,
0: what a summer! Ah, what a summer! I miss I miss those nice summer days in Berlin, or as they used to call them. They used to say the summer in Berlin is the nicest week of the year.
2: <laughs> um, well, you have to come visit and stay with me this summer.
0: I you know what, we should just, let's plan a vacation next summer. Maybe we can sandwich it between your upstate New York residency and our Norway residency.
2: Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah.
0: I can't wait. That was such a fun hotel I stayed in, and the one we stayed in both together. Oh, yes. This fun boutique hotel in uh, Charlottenburg. And just just to explain to our listeners, so we decided to go on a friend'scation, A couple of years ago? Was it the last year or a couple of years ago?
2: It was a year and a half ago.
0: A year and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, Me having lived in Berlin for seven years and Przermik having left Berlin, we decided to just go back to Berlin as tourists, essentially, (laughs) and to get a fun hotel room in, like, Wilmersdorf border of Charlottenburg, I guess, and just, like, pretend we're, like, American tourists, essentially, and we didn't even disclose it to the, like, front desk guy at the hotel. (laughs) And we just acted like ditzy American tourists and and toured and traveled the city through the eyes and the lens of a, uh, you know, fresh off the boat yeah. American tourist. It was like Emily
2: in Paris, basically.
0: Yeah, totally. And we had such a nice time.
2: Yeah, it was so much fun. We were really close to the Apple Store. The Apple Store. If, that, if that's a marker for, for those of you who have been to Berlin a couple of times um we had some all over- the luxury boutiques
0: oh yeah i got some fun uh ralph Lauren socks i um, remember
2: you were looking for a fanny pack and
0: they were so expensive everywhere so remember expensive. like
2: on the street the hotel was on on like a side street
0: even the fucking coffee we had the americana or whatever was like five yeah. euros what the hell is wrong with them
2: we went to that fun place for brunch that had like white tablecloths oh
0: yeah the food was just surprisingly good across the board one restaurant i'm sorry we didn't end up going to was uh i was gonna say Robin and vinches but that's <laughs> Demo, what's the moving my, vans what's my favorite restaurant in berlin luther and wagner luther and wagner yeah such a good yeah. restaurant like classic uh like prussian kitchen whatever
2: okay honestly i think we should do it again this summer
0: yeah we should totally I do th- that
2: we should have a fun Berlin adventure, go somewhere else nearby. We went to Warsaw. After. That was so much fun with you. So much fun. Like
0: the continent is our oyster. It is, yeah. So um yeah. The uh the homecoming tour. Yeah. And I guess we're got gonna just... go to
2: Pinsk. We're driving to Pinsk.
0: Oh yeah. We should just go on a erotic <laughs> erotic journey from Milan to Minsk. <laughs> <laughs> uh and Steven
2: I... Steven Veinberg, friend of the pod, you're coming.
0: Yeah. And I got to see that amazing Emil Nolde retrospective at the uh, Hamburger Bahnhof, yeah, which was so educational, and beautiful. I really one of the best shows I've seen in Europe in years.
2: Also, you got that hotel because of an Airbnb drama. That oh, was amazing. true, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, because we were gonna go like a year and a half ago on. Uh, memorial day weekend or something like that out to long island we wanted to rent a house or something like that, and everybody kept like canceling on us and so i complained to airbnb and they just gave me a like a hefty credit <laughs> amazing which i then used to, to go on a trip oh. to uh, germany yeah and you it brought some, me the newly released Madame Max album oh true there's some good pictures from our hotel room we should uh, <laughs> we should post them later. we should
2: post them yeah definitely
0: yeah <laughs> Okay, I feel like we've exhausted our listeners' patience at this point. <laughs> yeah, we love you. You
2: are the oxygen that makes us breathe, listeners. True,
0: with a mask on. <laughs> I'm currently I'm I'm currently wearing a mask. I'm recording with a mask on. Much like uh, like Gaga.
2: I'm mask for mask, so.
0: Wait, how come she performed with these elaborate masks on the VMAs, but at the inauguration she took her <laughs> mask off? What is up with that?
2: Yeah, I want an LED mask.
0: Yeah. That was such a terrible performance at the VMAs.
2: Oh, God. I know. Also, why has she only performed two times, like, during this whole era of Chromatica? Yeah. As per the memes.
0: Maybe because the album sucks. (laughs) I mean, that that, that song with What's-Her-Name is fun. Ariana Grande. Oh, with Ariana. Rain on me. Yeah, that's a fun song. But that's but the it. lead single was terrible. Terrible,
2: like her worst ever.
0: Like I get that every artist once they reach a certain success level or is just you know surrounded by yessayers and it's just, like criticality flies out the window. But Gaga's problem, I think, was that her baseline was just not very creative to begin with. Yeah, and so maybe she could use a good infusion of criticality in her environment, because even yeah. the first albums god knows i have no idea how those things like made their way into like canon of pop music contemporary pop yeah. music it's really shitty albums <sighs> oh well oh well all righty well i guess we can uh um, well, wrap it up and maybe make it a short one this time
2: yeah we'll uh we'll try to get you under an hour people yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon. Uh,
0: Have a good life, Pshemek. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye.